Welcome to Grit, a podcast about life and the long haul. I'm your host, Shemichael Holman. In this season, we're taking a deep dive into resilience. Where does resilience come from? And for this word resilience, we have taken the definition of the capacity to quickly recover from difficulties or failures. And as we think about that definition, a couple of words, a couple of key phrases, I think, come to mind. The ability to recover quickly, not letting um, failures set you back for a prolonged period of time. The ability to spring back into shape, to not let um, the obstacle, the setback, the failure not permanently uh, change you. Um, to come back to a place where you were even better than before, perhaps. This idea of bouncing back, how does that look in the face of shortcomings or defeat? And how do you overcome the stigma and often the paralysis that comes from failing? How do you find the courage to bounce back and keep moving in spite of setback? You know, I love to hear your stories and your thoughts around failures. Each and every one of us have some experience with failing. When was the last time you failed? Now, I didn't ask you, have you ever failed? The question is, when was the last time you failed? Because in life, failure is inevitable. No matter how smart you are, no matter how talented you are, no matter how connected you are, no matter how wealthy you are, at some point in your life, you will experience failure. You know, perhaps it was from a work project that was assigned to you, and you really needed to do well to ensure uh, future success for your company or for your team. Perhaps it was um, an important talk you had to give in order to persuade someone to buy into your cause or to your mission for some reason. And even though you had rehearsed it millions of times in your head and talked through the night before, the talk fell flat when it was time to actually deliver it. Perhaps it was a venture you started. uh, And maybe in the beginning you got really excited about it and you put a lot of time, a lot of effort and energy and resources only to see it not be the success that you had hoped it would be. All these are moments of failure for us. And these moments in life are rough. Sometimes, you know, they're one-off and and they're brief. It's only a few days or a few weeks. And in other moments, it feels like tiny forevers. It feels like months and even years that you're in a perpetual state of failure. And I can attest to that because every one of those scenarios that I just presented to you are ones that I've personally experienced. And there are many more, but those are the ones that just kind of really stick out and kind of resonate with me. Those are the ones who the sting of it um, still is just very sharp. And of course, you know, there are a ton of emotions and and words that accompany these moments. Um, Those emotions and thoughts are far ranging. For some, it's embarrassment. You know, you, you, you had people depending on you. You had maybe your whole team or your whole company was, was, thinking about and kind of riding on your ability to get it done and you didn't get it done. And so you're embarrassed. Maybe you don't show up uh, for a little bit. Maybe there's shame and guilt associated with it. You know, that even though, you know, you did the best you could, even though, you know, you put all the effort, you did all the due diligence, you did all the research, um, you prepped yourself the night before and even the days and weeks before that you could not pull it through. And maybe there's a shame and there's a guilt there. I think there's also uh, an anger, right? If, if we're completely honest, um, failure can make us angry. And we can be angry at ourselves. Um, we can be angry at other people. 
We can be angry at the situation or the scenario, but there's often a lot of anger that comes. Um, there's a, a lot of frustration that comes. Um, and then I think lastly, there is there's a fear that comes with failure. There's there's a paralysis almost of not wanting to set yourself up for that again. And so there's sometimes some situations in life where you, you try something one time and it doesn't go the way that you hoped it would go. Or maybe you tried it multiple times and it doesn't go the way you hoped it would go. And you you never pick it up again. And so we'll talk a little bit later about how do you overcome that? You know, we experience these emotions and all of these thoughts go through our head because we've been conditioned to think of failure in a very negative way. Um, there's a great stigma associated with failure. As humans, we're extremely adverse to failure. Our culture praises success and shames failure, and therefore we, we live in fear of failing. And, and failure has very negative consequences. There are a lot of things that come with failure. I think the first thing is that you can begin to develop the very poor concept of yourself. You know, we've talked about in previous episodes um, the importance of self-worth and why it's so necessary in developing resilience. But failure can cause you to think very less of yourself. It can cause you to think that you're not capable, that, you know, it's the other people that can do it. It's the other people that can pass it. It's the other people that can start the company. It's the other people that can give the great, cha- the great talk. It's the other people that can experience success on their job. It's the other people that can found the company, but there's no way you could do it. Failure gets in your mind and tells you those things. It tells you that you're not capable. It tells you you're not smart enough. It tells you you're, you can't achieve it. Um, and it begins to play with your mind. It begins to um, really mess with you in such a way. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but I know I certainly have. Not only that, but it can also cause you to stop pursuing your dreams and ideas that you care deeply about. You know, all of us have, you know, visions and, and dreams and hopes, things that we really hope to be able to achieve in our life, things that maybe we've never shared with anyone else uh, prior to this point. And Failure can make you um, not want to try those things anymore. Uh, maybe you may, and, and I talked, you know, in the beginning about the person who has an idea for a project or for a company or for a product, and they feel very passionate about it. They feel very, you know, uh, it resonates with them on a very deep, very emotional level, and they put a lot of work and a lot of resources into um, the initial launch or trying to get someone to buy into this concept that they're trying to pitch, and it falls flat. And people that can allow failure to cripple them so much that they never see that succeed. You know, we can only imagine how many uh, dreams and how many goals um, went to the graveyard because people failed one time and could not find the – um, the strength, um, the resilience to bounce back and try it again. And, you know, we talked about, I think, in the first episode, these kind of various stages that that fear kind of takes us through. You know, there's this hesitation stage that says, hey, I, I'm not certain um, that I should try this, but but maybe I'll try it, you know. And, and But I feel like if maybe even if I try it, that there's that I can never overcome um, the failures that I've experienced in the past. And then there's a resignation stage that says, this, I won't do it. You know, I just, I just, e- even if I felt like I could do it, this, the hurt and the embarrassment and, and the fear and the anger that came from trying it the first time, 
I just I don't want to even put myself in that situation again. I don't want to have to experience, um, man, what that felt like. And uh, um, failure does that, right? Um, and then I think lastly, failure kind of just ultimately makes us give up. Um, we develop this, as I said before, we develop this form of paralysis. Um, we don't bounce back. We don't try the idea again. Instead, we actually shield ourselves from any type of opportunity that could bring that level of pain before uh, again. And so uh, um, we don't even entertain the possibility that we could do it again. We don't even entertain the possibility that maybe we should try again. And so we try to just avoid any situation that would bring about failure. And I don't know if any of those resonate with you. I don't know if, if you found yourself in that spot. Again, I certainly have. So what do we do about that? How do we pivot? How do we change so that failure does not become our grave, so that it does not become our deathbed? Well, I think we have to first, you know, recognize, realize that, that we cannot avoid failure. And trying to avoid failure will greatly stifle us from achieving the things that we really want to achieve, those hopes, those dreams, those desires, those ambitions. It was once said that the greatest mistake you can make in life is to be continually fearing you will make one, right? That living in this state of perpetual fear, um, this perpetual state of being stagnant, of not wanting to try, that is like actually the worst thing that that any of us could do. The fact remains is that those who do not try do not succeed, right? Those who do not try do not succeed, right? The, The most successful people amongst us are the people who tried, who failed, who tried, who failed, who tried, who failed, and just kept going at it. The greatest innovations that we have, whether they're in tech or medicine or whatever the field may be, are people who tried and failed but ultimately overcame that. So how do we get to that place? Well, I think it. I think we start by embracing failure. If we know that we will in, inevitably we will fail at some point in time. We must find a way to kind of meet that head on, to, to not necessarily embrace the idea of failure, but to embrace the idea that we can learn from failure. Right? Failure, failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker. Um, so, how do we deal with failure? Well, I think there are a couple of things. I think the first thing that is very key, and this is something that I had to learn at many stages of my life, and I had to go back and kind of relearn it but that there is a difference between failure and failing, right? There is a difference between failure and failing. You may have failed at something. Maybe it was a business dealing. Maybe it was a task at work. Maybe it was a relationship. You may have failed at something, but you're not a failure. You're not a failure. Even if you hit emotional rock bottom and you're feeling absolutely worthless and, 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 and the shame is there and the pain is there and the guilt is there, You must know, my friend, you must know that you are not a failure. You are not a failure. You may have failed, but but you are not a failure. And, you know, to kind of deal with that, in episode one, we talked about the power of gratitude, right? And And we kind of framed gratitude as not necessarily being thankful for a situation, but being thankful in a situation. And how something like gratitude might allow us to deal with failure um, in a new way. Right. It's as opposed to um, processing failure as uh, something that happened because we were inefficient, because we were inept, because we didn't have the abilities that we needed, that failure becomes um, a way for us to learn, 
to learn more about ourselves, to learn more about those around us, to learn about the things that we can improve on, right? There's been a lot of research that says um, that when it comes to success, we take credit for that. We credit internal factors. We say, oh, it was because I was so smart or it was because, man, I really made that thing happen. I knew the right people to call or I was ready for that. But when it comes to failures, we generally will shift that to some external factor and we'll say, Uh, They didn't really understand what I was trying to say. They didn't get the pitch or they didn't come through in the way they needed to. But um, in failure, we learn if if we're honest with ourselves and if we take it as a moment of reflection and we take it as a moment of an opportunity to learn, then we can say, hey, what is this experience telling me? What what are the things um, in this that I need to learn to equip myself to be better on the next go round? And this allows us to kind of exploit failure in a way. This allows us to take lessons. This allows us to take um, nuggets from the failure and turn those things so that next time we're able to transform it and, and ultimately experience success. And again, this is so important because any type of innovation, any type of breakthrough, any type of um, achievement that we will have in life will only come after we have failed. Not only after we have failed, but after we have failed and been able to bounce back from the failure. So, friends, I would love to hear from you, your thoughts. Maybe you're in a place right now where you've experienced failure and, and, and you've been stifled. You, you, if you're honest, you'll say, you know what, I haven't tried it again. Um, I, I, haven't, I haven't tried to put my feet back in the water, so to speak. Or maybe you experienced failure and you did bounce back and you are um, in that kind of cycle of learning. Well, what are you learning? And what would you share with people? What, 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 what would you um, tell people based off of the journey that you've had? I want to invite you to hop on Twitter and um, follow the hashtag Grit Podcast. Grit Podcast. Let us know your thoughts about failure, about where you are. Um, I want to thank you for checking us out this episode. If you haven't already, head over to uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Rate the podcast. Let us know how we're doing. Give us your feedback. We would love, love, I love your feedback. Thank you so much for joining us this episode. We'll see you back.